does this mean that all of our DEI efforts go down the drain for the last few years if we have females leaving tech with these layoffs and not coming back? It's something that's very important and that we should be focused on. The ongoing layoffs across the tech industry are impacting women at a disproportionately higher rate than men, representing a possible setback for the industry's efforts to improve its gender diversity. That's according to research conducted by talent intelligence platform Eightfold AI. I'm GeekWire co-founder Todd Bishop. I spoke about the findings recently with Sonia Khan of Eightfold AI. I'm the chief economist at Eightfold AI. I lead our newly created think tank where all of our research on labor markets and the economy and jobs comes out. So we look at what's going on in the economy, what's going on in the labor market specifically, and how does that relate to talent and what insights can we find for HR and business leaders. Your background is really fascinating. You spent almost 10 years at the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's an interesting career transition, but one that actually kind of makes sense when you think about it. So at the Bureau of Labor Statistics, I was really looking deep down into the statistics of the labor markets, like how are people moving? Uh, what's the unemployment rate? What are the trends that we're really looking at? And then now that I'm here at Eightfold, I'm actually using all of that knowledge and statistics to inform everyone about what we're about to see and what we're likely to see and what do these numbers really mean in the context of the business world. I know from reading some of the work that you've done and the comments that you've made that you've found a disproportionate number of women being impacted by the waves of tech layoffs that we've seen over the past few weeks and months. Can you tell us more about what you've seen and what you've learned through your analysis about the types of people that these layoffs are hitting most? Yeah, sure. So to back up a little, I'll tell you about how I got this information and it'll make a little bit more sense. You've probably heard of all of those dashboards like layoffs.fyi that tell you about how many layoffs there's been by location and company size, date, etc. And so we combined that information with Eightfold's large database and we took the analyses a step further. So for instance, you can generally find the high proportion of males to females in these layoffs dashboards. And perhaps you can even find that there's a lot of software engineers being laid off. But those stats aren't quite surprising because we already know that the tech sector employs a lot of software engineers who are males. And so instead, we compared the proportion of these different groups to the original employment proportions in 2021 from our data, and then we combine the two using probability theory. So not to get too technical, but just what that really means is we determined the proportion of layoffs to employment and then obtained the likelihood of someone being impacted by the layoffs. And that's how we found that females are 65% more likely to be laid off than a male. So of course, if you look at the numbers, uh, males are hit more because they were more employed in tech. But then when you take the likelihood and probability theory, then you see that females are actually 65% more likely to be laid off than a male. 
And the interesting stuff was that we we did the same thing with race and we did that same thing with roles and positions. Uh, so we found some pretty eye-opening things. Interesting. Okay. So just taking a step back, the tech industry employment skews more male. So you're not saying that there are more women being laid off than men in raw numbers, but you're saying a woman in the tech industry is more likely than a man to be impacted by layoffs at her company. Exactly. Exactly. We looked at what's the percent of females in each of the roles, the top roles that are most popular in these layoffs. So for example, recruiters are are one of the top roles being laid off right now, and that's 65% female. Another one is marketing managers, which is 63% female. The others are less than 50%. So account manager is 49% and so on and so forth. So we didn't just look at those percentages. What we really did was take a look at what's the share of recruiters, all of these roles, females to males, what's the proportion in 2021, so pre-layoffs. And then we looked at the layoffs.fyi data, and we saw how many females to males are being laid off there. And then we used probability theory and added that layer to find the likelihood of a female being affected. And I recognize you're making a empirical observation here backed by analysis and probabilities, but do you have any sense for why that's happening? Well, if you really think about it, females are already less likely to be working in tech, right? There's only, I think, 35% of women that make up tech. And I'll talk about the implications a bit too. So if you have a female that's laid off, they're more likely to also not continue to apply and work in tech as well. So that 35% of females in tech might actually decrease in the near future. And that's what's, I think, most eye-opening here. We'll see female employment in tech decrease. Wow, that's crazy because if you think about this, a lot of these companies, especially the ones that are the high-profile ones that are making these layoffs, there's been a huge initiative at least in appearance over the past few years to increase diversity, starting with gender. And here you have these chief diversity officers inside these companies. You would think that they would be involved in these conversations going, whoa, whoa, hey, wait a second. Remember us over here? Like, please make sure this does not make the problem worse that we've been trying to solve for the past five, 10 years. Right, right. And unfortunately, we're seeing that chief diversity officers are there was something recently in the news that their position is only on average held. It changes every two years. So they switch jobs pretty quickly. And perhaps, this is just a guess, perhaps that's because their initiatives aren't being taken seriously by the other C-suite roles. When you're doing this analysis, is it aggregated industry-wide or are you able to look at individual companies and say, this company is much more likely than the other company to have laid off a disproportionate number of women as part of these job cuts. We're looking at it as a national average by industry. You said something at the beginning, though, that I think really needs to be followed up on. You said you didn't just look at gender, you looked at other demographic characteristics. Can you give a sense for what else you found? So we looked at race and then we looked at roles. In terms of race, we saw that Asians and Black workers were laid off less 
than their share at these firms by nine percentage points each. So that's good. Hispanic workers were laid off in proportion, while white workers were laid off more than their share by 11 percentage points. So if you're looking at race, then white workers were hit the hardest. Interesting. So in this scenario, if you're a white woman, your chances are not good in terms of keeping your job. Yeah, exactly. What about seniority? Because obviously another factor in all of this is whether you have women in positions of leadership at these companies. Are you getting any sense for whether women in positions of leadership or management are also being impacted disproportionately? So we didn't look specifically at level in this case in terms of layoffs. We did a comprehensive analysis of the gender gap in the United States. And there we did look at the effect of gender at being at a senior or advanced position in the company and the effects of being female on her prospects of rising up to a managerial position. And what did you find there? So we found that for the same level of education and experience and controlling for race, females are 9% less likely to reach a senior position at a firm, 4% less likely to reach a mid-senior position at a firm, 0.1% less likely to reach a mid-level position, uh, 4% more likely to remain at an intermediate position and 9% more likely to remain at an entry-level position than their male counterparts. So entry-level to immediate to mid to mid-senior and senior is a declining downward slope. If you were to come up with a call to action, and again, I recognize you're doing data analysis here, and (laughs) I'm not asking you to make policy or to, well, actually, I kind of am, but I'm recognizing that it's unfair. (laughs) Uh, But if you were to give a call to action to the industry on this, what would you want the industry to do? I think we need to really take a look at these numbers and see that why are we more likely to be at these positions, entry level and intermediate, than the mid to mid-senior and senior levels? And what's what's stopping women from reaching them? Is it performance evaluations? Is it a lack of opportunity? Are we being biased when we interview for senior management positions? Really, I think each firm has to really look at what are their hiring policies and really get down to the truth of it. After the break, the path forward for women impacted by tech layoffs. I wanted a career in IT, but I didn't know where to start. WGU makes it simple. Their accredited online degree programs cover all kinds of IT specialties, and they have valuable industry certifications built in at no extra cost. The payoff? Having those certs back up my degree makes me look even better to future employers. A nonprofit university that includes top industry certs in their programs? I choose WGU. Learn more at wgu.edu backslash IT certs included. So what should people be thinking about next? I mean, obviously these employees are looking for jobs in many cases, Based on the skills that they have on average that you're seeing in the population, what are their chances of landing new roles with comparable pay? How should we think about next steps for these folks? Well, two things. One, we can take a look at the skills that are the high rising skills that these roles have and we'll see. And so you can always upskill and reskill yourself so that you are a really good candidate in case you do get laid off. 
So we, we have some of that proprietary data on skills there. And then the good news, two points of good news is these roles that are being laid off have a either rising or stable prevalence. And what that means is it's not that they are being let go and laid off because they're not in demand roles. It's because that the tech industry overhired. And so these roles are in demand outside of tech as well. And uh, what we've seen from other sources is that the people that have been laid off in these roles have actually found a job within three months. And they've actually seen, uh, I think it's 72% of people who have been laid off have have found a job within three months. And 50% of those have seen an increase in pay. So in-demand jobs, you're okay. You might need to switch industries a little bit. And then the other point of good news is that overall, the job market, the labor market is still very tight. And job openings are still at a historically high level overall. So if you remove the bias of tech and and what the media has a little bit blown out of proportion, in general, we're good with Job layoffs are at a historically low 0.9%, which is roughly the same percentage since the beginning of 2021. And so it's very likely that you can switch industries and be fine and even get a pay raise. That's really interesting. Yeah, because a lot of times you'll see the headlines and or write the headlines in my case where <laughs> 10,000 people or 5,000 people, and it sounds like a big number, but as you're pointing out here, in context, it's not a huge amount of the overall workforce and frankly, not a huge amount of the overall tech workforce that we're talking about exactly. having been cut so far. Yeah, exactly. It's it, These tech layoffs are so little that they're not even showing up in the data yet. Interesting. You know, um, in general, we're, we still have a very tight labor market, which is really good for, for people looking for jobs or looking to switch. When you look specifically at the tech industry, what are the implications of the finding, though, that you're presenting here, that women are 65% more likely to be laid off if those employees are going to other tech companies? That could mean that the gender ratio stays the same overall in the industry. But if they go to, say, become software developers at a, a banking firm or something like that, it, it could impact the gender ratio and the efforts to bring more women into the industry and to increase those numbers. Where is the industry going? Do you have a sense for how this comes out in the wash? Yeah. So it really depends on where these women end up going who are being laid off, right? If they stay in tech, I think we that, that's our best case scenario. But due to all of the hurdles that we've heard about women not being like heard in their meetings and not being taken seriously compared to their male counterparts. There have been just so many instances of, of that. And so if, if all of those negative hurdles that they've faced in tech leads them to move industries, that 35% of women who make up tech will deplete and perhaps they won't want to go back to such a culture. The gap is large. It has been large and it's one of the most observable factors. And so it's something that we should be looking into. Does this mean that all of our DEI efforts go down the drain for the last few years if we have females leaving tech with these layoffs and not coming back? So 
It's something that's very important and that we should be focused on. I kind of glossed over this in one of my questions, but just to circle back on this, tech layoffs have been in the headlines a lot over the past month, month and a half. But it sounds like this was actually happening and, and maybe even peaked earlier in the summer. Yeah. So what we did with our analyses was taking a look at why are these tech layoffs happening now? And really, it stems from the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates. So as soon as that first hit of interest rates by the Fed occurred earlier in the summer, we saw venture capital funds kind of take a step back and not give to tech immediately. And so that pullback from venture capital made startups wonder, oh, we should probably pause on on our growth plans and move over to being more less growth oriented and more focused on profitability. So last thing, Sonia, can you tell me about the book that you're working on? Sure. It's called Think Like an Economist. I wrote it over the past year. What a long year it's been. (laughs) But it focuses on how the everyday average person can use economics in their lives, everything from career growth to professional development to using economics with your personal finances and saving and investing, all of the good stuff, all the things that no one really thinks about using economics for, but should. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. If somebody just got laid off, how should they think like an economist? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. Yeah. Well, one of the things not quite specifically pointed out in the book, but really, I think it comes down to upskilling and reskilling yourself as much as you can and being the best candidate for the future for a job for, for an employer. And I think that just boils down to being a lifelong learner, really, you know, how to stay ahead of the curve and how to stay ahead of your uh, other candidates and uh, your peers is really, it comes down to being ahead of the game in terms of skills. Sonia Khan is chief economist at talent intelligence platform Eightfold AI and a former senior economist with the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Find links to more information in the show notes on this episode and the related post at geekwire.com. Kurt Milton edited this episode. I'm GeekWire co-founder Todd Bishop. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with a new episode of the GeekWire podcast.